Hello and welcome to yet another Call Me By Your Game co-op episode preview. This is your host, Connor McCabe, and if you've been listening to this show uh, since, let's say, July 2020, then you'll know every single month on our Patreon we release a book club style episode where myself and a group of people discuss in a round table fashion a meaningful game to a group of us, or a game that we really enjoyed, or oftentimes a game that I, your host, have recently played and can talk about at length. Uh, This is a preview of our Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order episode, the game from Respawn that came out in 2019. I recently played it, and I got a couple of my good friends, uh, Mike Christian and Patrick Ellers, to join me to discuss it. Now, this is a preview, about 30 minutes of the episode that we did of the whole hour and 45, Uh, and if you're interested in hearing the rest of this, interested in supporting us, or just want to check out all of the bonus content that we have, not only from this show, but many other video game podcast on our network, you can check us out at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. That's NPC like non-player character. (laughs) Pretty pretty clever, don't you think? Uh, But you can find us there. Um, This is available at our $10 DJ Toad tier. We also have a $5 tier. You get something at every level, but the $10 tier is the one where we have a ton of stuff, including a monthly uh, co-op episode like this, any book club series we're doing, our current Metal Gear Solid Games Club, uh, Stario Chart, and more. Um, but yeah, consider supporting us over there. We've got a ton of great stuff going on. Uh, again, patreon.com slash super NPC radio. But for now, enjoy this 30 minute preview uh, from myself, Mike Christian and Patrick Ellers all about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Just checking to make sure. I've Mike, you struck me as a dead rising person, and wow, yeah. was my my intuition was just on there. Um, we are here today to discuss uh, a game from the year 2019, uh, which is, I believe, this is the first Star Wars game discussed. Period on this podcast, and that will Whoa. be Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, really excited to get into this. This is this is something that I got to really late after wanting to play it for years. Um, but I'll share about a little bit about my history with the game. Uh, first and foremost, I want to hear from you two, even though I've gotten to talk to each of you about it slightly. Mike, yeah. let's start with you. Did you play this game like right when it came out? Also, I know you to be, you both are, are Star Wars fans uh, oh, to, yeah. to some degree, I've heard. <laughs> yes, uh, the rumors are true. <laughs> uh, to some degree, I am a Star Wars fan, <laughs> and yeah, I did play this. I didn't play it right when it came out. I played it, I think, twenty twenty one. Okay. Last year. Oh, when really? I was here in Utah, yeah. And I, I know that it was then because um, I asked Austin, my girlfriend, who I was living with at the time, and I'm still with, just I'm no longer living with. She's. Oh, the, the audience is sure worried. <laughs> Everything is going great with us. She's just uh, back in LA, hanging out with people like me and not you she's just getting burgers with connor and jeremy colhane without me <laughs> oh uh, man that's got a sting yeah, it does <laughs> i love burgers uh but i did play with her there and i know that because i was like do you remember me playing this and she's like yes it was not fun for me to watch one star because a lot of games she'll like like she'll watch me play like uh, Last of Us or like Red Dead or something yeah. like that. And she's like, she's like watching it sort of like a movie, quite engaged. 
you know, looking at her phone too, but getting back in and out. And this, from her point of view, bad to watch. Not wow. a fun game. Wow. Not cinematic enough. Not much of a story. Too much kind of, can I get to this door? I can't yet, but maybe I'll come back after I have another thing, and then I'll be. Right. She's like, I don't care. I don't care. So. There's so much more gameplay in this one that spaces out those moments, uh, so that's not entirely surprising to me. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. She didn't. But yes. I did. Playing it, I did have a good time. We're, at some point, we're going to phone in Austin, or maybe I'll just get her <laughs> on a recording this week to add a snippet to uh, just disperse her complaints throughout the episode. <laughs> um, but, okay, so you played it over this last year. Uh, just because I sort of brought it up, and I now I, I didn't think about this before, but I do want to know... Uh, Mike, where are you in your Star Wars fandom? How, what have you seen? Or do you keep up with the shows? Um, yeah. Why, and yeah, why yeah. is Attack of the Clones your favorite movie? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I just love the prequels. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I'm a just pretty, the prequels. Prequels just the only. Prequels. <laughs> I, I never saw the other ones. Uh, no, I'm a pretty decent Star Wars fan. Um, you know, I didn't read like the extended universe books, but mm. I, I do. You know, I've seen most of it. I haven't seen those like CG shows that they do, uh, Clone Wars. And yes. Stuff like that, but seen it all, judge it all. Been watching Boba Fett, which I at first hated the first like three episodes. Oh. I was like, this is a children's show. It's just like Boba Fett was in a fight with a bunch of guys with like, like basically just like batons that couldn't hurt you. And I was like, <laughs> what the heck? But then all of a sudden, spoilers, Boba Fett becomes the Mandalorian and Bryce Dallas Howard comes in and directs an incredible episode that's maybe one of my favorite Star Wars things I've ever seen. Wow. That episode where, where he gets the old, um, he gets that ship that Anakin flew in. Uh, the new Boo Starfighter. Yeah. Yes. And it, but he's like, but it's modified. all like tricked out. It's yeah. all tricked out. And it's just like pure like George Lucas kind of like hot rod culture stuff. So... Uh, so yeah, I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan right now. Star Wars as a, a unit is, man, they're up and down. They're hit or miss for me. They really, they take some big swings and whiff. I feel like Marvel movies, it's like you're getting like a six and a half, seven, no matter what across the board. But Star Wars, it's like, it's a 10 or a two. They they just are. <laughs> they're, they're driving. They, that's their hand position. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're at 10 and two and they're yeah. swerving wildly. Um, Mike. I do distinctly remember uh, spending some time with you right before uh, The Rise of Skywalker came out, and I believe I was over at you and um, Rob Skirbo's apartment, and I hadn't heard anything about the movie yet because I was staying away from it, but at some point that night, you had made a comment, and I was like, wait a second, is the movie bad? And you're like, I've heard it's pretty bad. And uh, so you were the person to like give me that news before. And then so going in to see it, I was just prepared and was very bummed out by it. Um, but it was bad. I I remember that little anecdote. Uh, Man, you you knew going in that it was bad? Yeah, I did. And I really liked <laughs> – I liked – I. Well, Connor got to the parking lot and he said, I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Mike. Um, Patrick, let's hear from you about your experience with this game. Uh, when did you play this? Well, can I put it in the context of my Star Wars fandom in general? I would love nothing more. So I'm a I'm a pretty big I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, like I, 
Uh, I saw Phantom Menace in in the theater, the first movie that I, first of the Star Wars movies that I was like old enough to see in the theaters. Mm. Uh, I, I saw I saw it nine times in the theaters. Um, oh boy, now this is pod racing. Jeez, yeah, this, I mean that was that was, and you know like I. I told myself at the time that I was seeing it out of like social obligations, right? That oh, I had like sure. different groups of friends and family, whatever that wanted people to, you saw like, outside the it. theater who you might just ask if they wanted to go see it. <laughs> right. And sometimes I was like, I'm just going to go again by myself. That's a social obligation. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, it was, uh, it was tough for me to square that, like what, you know, looked and felt like star Wars, like also kind of wasn't good. Um, mm. uh, and you know, I've like since kind of come around on, um, Phantom Menace in particular, like I think that's actually a pretty good kids movie. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, the music in it is awesome. Like some of some of the best music in the series. Um, but in any event, uh, I I was really big on the uh, sequel movies. Uh, like mm. I, I really liked um, The Force Awakens, yes. uh, you know, recognize it for uh, it being sort of like uh, an intentional rehash of stuff that we've seen before uh, and sort of like asking where like a new generation fits into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then love the last Jedi saying the new generation doesn't fit into that. It needs to find somewhere else to go. And then being wholly bummed out <laughs> by uh, the rise of Skywalker um, just doing something else. <laughs> yep. Um, so, you know, I, I got to uh, Jedi fallen order in 2020 like it was one of those uh one of my like pandemic like lockdown games okay. where like i didn't really have a job at the time um and uh w- couldn't go anywhere and so i was like okay i'm just gonna like you know dig into this uh i'm bummed out by the state of star wars in general um because of this one movie. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I I was playing that and I was uh, watching for the first time Clone Wars and Rebels. Oh, um, wow. Uh, so I was I was just like, let's redeem Star Wars in my own eyes. Um, and it did it like uh, w- watching those two series uh, all the way through. There's like some, you know, kind of ignorable or like kind of, you know, uh, childlike episodes, uh, in in those series, but on balance, they're great. Mm. Um, and, uh, sort of coupling that with Jedi fallen order, I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. I am a star Wars fan. Like I don't, I, there's one bump that just so happens to be like the finale (laughs) of the Skywalker saga. Um, but generally, um, I, yeah, I, I, I loved it. It's the first, uh, PlayStation game that I have gotten a platinum trophy in. And now you're just a platinum fiend. Now I'm a fiend. (laughs) Because um, would you reveal to the audience what you recently platinumed? So I recently platinumed uh, Spider-Man, 2018's uh, Spider-Man, the the remastered version. uh, And I got, I I platinumed it. And then I got all of the uh, like downloadable content trophies uh, that, that were in there. So it's five separate lists of no maybe one two six separate lists of 100 trophies amazing because um, i was just like i'm gonna i'm i'm playing this game so it's all done now gosh the other night you because you were i think waiting to <laughs> finish right. off just like one, uh, a section of that right and you're like do i start 
a new like a new dif- file on a new difficulty was that the question yeah so what what it is is there's um there's a, a separate set for uh, new game plus there are new game plus yes. trophies um which cuz the new game plus came later and also uh, you know it's it's smart design you can platinum the game on a single playthrough um but uh you know if they want you to uh, play new game plus or play on a higher difficulty um that's where those trophies were so you would mm. you know um you can achieve the platinum without playing the game obnoxiously. Um, but I had everything else completed uh, with the exception of play on uh, ultimate difficulty and play a new game plus. And so I was like, okay, Connor, <laughs> am I going to do this? And I think, I believe I texted you on like a Monday night and then Tuesday texted you again. and was like, I did it. <laughs> yes. I, I, and I, what I said was not for me, man, but if that's you go for yeah, it. And you gave me nothing but discouraging <laughs> remarks and I did it. I tried to couch it with, but if it's for you go for yeah. it. And yes, I think I like woke up the next morning early for work <laughs> that's right. and had a text of just of the screen and it completed. And I was like, wow, bravo. So yeah, that's right. I texted you at twelve thirty. <laughs> yeah. So Fallen yeah. Order was your gateway platinum, uh, mm-hmm. and we'll see what else you platinum as well. Um, as as for myself, uh, just hearing people shout out and screech outside my apartment, um, I played this game recently. That's kind of what I end up doing with a lot of these co op episodes. Is it's like the big meaty game that Connor is playing, and I hope to just <laughs> snatch people up who've also had experience with it. Um, but so I just played this in 2019. It was a or 2019. It's from 2019. I played this in January, early January 2022, which is the year we're currently in. Dear God, and I got it. More on, calendar stuff. Yeah, this is it's only going to get more confusing. Uh, I got it for very. This game is very cheap now. I got it a physical copy. I think for twenty dollars at Best Buy on the PlayStation Five. So I got the the updated version. And uh, really enjoyed it and really just powered through. It's a nice – it's nice that this game is – and we can get into it too – fairly linear to where it was – I just needed to follow what I was doing. Sure, there's plenty of exploring you can do, but you can also streamline it. And as far as my Star Wars history, I think this game has sort of been a – not necessarily a jump start for me back into uh, engaging a ton with the – series in the in the fandom and all that stuff but since then um friend of the show uh who's also played this game and couldn't make it today eddie martin uh sent me a, a podcast called a more civilized age have either of you heard of this Mm-mm. it is a clone wars focused uh podcast but before they get into the clone wars they do an like a two and a half hour episode on the Phantom Menace, and then a two and a half hour episode on uh, Attack, Attack of the, the Clones. Clones. Yeah. So they get you into like where you need to be when the Clone War starts. And I listened to both of those first two episodes without rewatching the movies, and it was some of the funniest uh, like commentary on these movies I think I have ever heard. And I ended up rewatching both of those movies recently. Phantom Menace, I still have a soft spot for. Uh, Attack of the Clones, I have never been more disgusted by this movie than currently. Um, it did not. It, it's r- rough around a lot of edges. Um, yeah. But yeah, so but I grew up loving the original movies. I was also I probably saw the prequel twice in theater, so not quite the Patrick Nine, but was like on my way. Uh, loved them as they came out. 
was also a huge fan of uh, The Force Awakens. Also, you know, understanding that it's setting us up for something hopefully new. And The Last Jedi was incredible. And like I already said, was very disappointed by uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, Like The Mandalorian a ton. Watched the pilot of Book of Boba Fett. Haven't gone back, but I plan to. And the last real Star Wars tidbit that I want to share is that George Lucas is from my hometown. Uh, and I went to the same like high school and church as him. So it's basically George Lucas. Um, but what I wanted to share was... You are basically George Lucas? You know, basically, uh, my <laughs> making where I'm from, Modesto, California, essentially tattooing like the farm the farm mm. land that Luke couldn't get off of, you know, the, his, his home planet... Um, and you so, do have kind of a, a whiny Luke Skywalker thing. Oh um, yeah, too. it's basically my whole personality. Uncle Owen, <laughs> you won't That's shut you. up about power converters. You just yeah. want them. Not at yeah. all. Um, I need them. Uh, but anyway, that's a little bit of my Star Wars history. Um, let's get into some of the history and context of this game. Now, uh. Like we've already sort of detailed, this is a game that came out in 2019. Uh, this is pub- developed by Respawn Entertainment, who also did the uh, Titanfall games 1 and 2 and Apex Legends. And are there any other games that you two are familiar with that Respawn has done? Because this is it for me currently. No, um, I know they are currently developing three more Star Wars games. Yes. Uh, one of which wow. being the sequel to the game that we're talking about. Yes. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for all of them. It should be, it's really it's really exciting. Uh cuz I mean as we'll get into it, I really love this game, so it would be fun to see what not only what they can do with this series moving forward, but with the other games. Um it was published by Electronic Arts. Uh it was released for Windows, PlayStation 4 and Xbox 1 in November 2019 for Stadia. Shout out to Stadia in November 2020. And you don't need, Connor, you don't need to do that. No, it's okay. I'm really dating this episode because people are going to be like, what's that? Um, anyway. Um, Did it ever come to Amazon Luna? Do we know? It's not listed on the Wikipedia page that okay. I'm reading from. <laughs> um, and then last year in June, it came out for the PS5 and then the Xbox Series X and S. Um, the story itself, which we can get into more of, of course, is set in, of course, the Star Wars universe five years after Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, and it follows Jedi Padawan Cal Kestis, who becomes a target of the Galactic Empire and is hunted throughout the galaxy by two Inquisitors while attempting to complete his training, escape his troubled past, and rebuild the fallen Jedi Order. Uh, this was announced at E3 2018 with a more detailed review reveal. Uh, during the Star Wars celebration, whatever that was in 2019, Patrick, I'm you, sure you were dialed into the Star Wars celebration, uh, uh, and the original announcement too. Ooh, tell me, um, take us back. No, the original announcement was uh, great because it was nothing. It was like a zero announcement. Uh, oh, it was wow. happening at uh, at EA's. Uh, I think they call what, what do they call it? It's like an EA Live, EA Play, whatever their yeah. event is around E3. Um, and, uh, was being hosted by Andrea Renee of what's good games. Oh yeah. Um, and she, uh, went out like into the audience, uh, and it was, she was either talking to, uh, Stig Asmussen or like another, uh, developer on the game. And the way they announced it was saying that they were working on a star Wars game and it's called Jedi fallen order. That was like <laughs> literally it. It was one human being talking to another human being for like 
10 seconds and that's how they announced the game were people confused were do you remember at all like after this happened was it like oh i there's no necessarily necessarily any fanfare around yeah. it yeah <laughs> yeah we just had to wait <laughs> i bet um when more details were revealed in that little celebration there's and once you we actually saw stuff from the game excitement i'm sure drew but yeah that would yeah that also would probably feel like it was so far away when in reality it was just like a year and a half yeah yep uh, well and like it, it's cool that they were keeping it um like kind of secret right mm-hmm. or like keeping it uh, under wraps um until it was really ready to show what the game was um you know i, I think about the uh uh during the game awards last year when they announced the uh the Quantic Dream um, Star Wars Eclipse yes. uh, game. And it's like, I we're not going to see that game for like two years or something. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, I don't know. I, I like having that sort of a quick countdown to like game announced and like, then we're not really going to talk about it. And then, you know, four or five months out from release, like we start seeing trailers and actually figure out what the game is um, instead of this kind of like tease forever from the uh, release date. As much as I like to anticipate big things for a long time, like that's fun to speculate. I think yeah. I'm with you. And that sort of seems to be the way that, at least in recent memory, for the most part, Nintendo, not for the most part, but oftentimes it seems like they have been like, hey, a new Metroid game is coming out this fall. And there's n- no year long, like years long lead up to it, wondering if it's ever going to come out. Um, Nintendo so, always does both though. They always they have, they always have, you know, Metroid dread coming out in three and a half months. And then also Metroid prime four, uh, we've been working on it for, you know, five years, uh, breath of the wild too. We've been working on it for, you know, four years. Yeah, so, that's true. You know, they do both. Yeah. Um, so sorry, Nintendo, I gave you a little too much credit there. Um, this game, uh, received generally favorable reviews uh, from critics and was a commercial success, selling more than ten copies. Ten more than ten wow, copies. Wow. wow! By twenty twenty, good <laughs> That's for them. That's impressive. Paying uh, for itself, I guess. Gosh, goodness! Um, more than everyone did pay uh, uh, six thousand dollars for their copy, right? Yeah, yeah. So they still disappointing, but they did okay. Um, <laughs> very, very disappointing. Uh, and like you said, brought up Patrick, a sequel uh, has just recently been announced to be in development i don't believe they gave a year or a timeline on that um but it'll be interesting to see uh when that comes out uh you had mentioned uh stig asmussen who's the director of this game um the writer was aaron Contreras, and a couple composers which the music in this game i thought was really wonderful uh were steven barton and gordy hobb uh developed in the unreal engine 4 um as far as uh, just like history and context of this game, maybe even what it meant at the time or anything important before we dive into, you know, our personal experience and how we feel about it. Is there anything that either of you two feel like we're leaving out before that? About this game? Yeah. We pretty much catch ourselves up to where we need to be before we jump into our own stuff. Well, I mean, I, I do think that it is uh, just like interesting to note that, you know, this is all part of like the Disney push to be like everything Star Wars from here on out is canon, right? Yeah. That it all takes place in because there are so many Star Wars games uh, that were made before the uh, Disney acquisition that are just sort of like you can square it in your head as like sort of existing in the same universes as, as the films, or you can be like, nah, you know, whatever. I can, I, I don't, I don't need to take like, uh, 
like um, Jedi Academy. Like, yeah, or um, like the Force Unleashed. Right, right, and uh, there there are a ton of good Star Wars games, uh, and uh, but you know there there's never really been like an effort to be like this all exists in the same universe, sure, and in the same continuity, mm. um, and so this is the first big like story based Star Wars game to come out in this era and explore an era of Star Wars that like is sort of left alone by everything else, right? The era immediately following the the prequels um, is, you know, with like some recent exceptions like the Bad Batch, um, uh, you know, kind of unexplored. Um, when you get closer to the original trilogy, then there's like stuff right before that, like uh, Rogue One or Rebels. Um, but that sort of era uh, in between the trilogies is like a undefined space. So it's just cool to see them, to see that being explored in this medium. I totally agree. I think as we'll probably get into it, you know, it, 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 I already iterated this. Uh, Cal Kestis is trying to rebuild the Jedi Order. This is coming, you know, five years after almost every single Jedi in, in like existence was executed. Um by was it order 66 is that 66. what it is? oh why couldn't it just been order 666 it would have been perfect um <laughs> but so it's really fun to actually see them sort of explore you know at least a small section of what the world looked like and how people were affected and what if a padawan had escaped during this time um which i'm like order 66 always kind of a little bit of a bee in my bonnet i'm like <laughs> <laughs> the plan is, hey guys, just everybody shoot them. Like, yeah. for one of these are these clone troopers who have just been like on. They've been at war with these Jedi yes. for years, I guess. And they're like, oh yes, hang on. And first of all, I also think I'm like a lot of these Jedi would be like fighting through that. I I, I just that's just not enough of a plan, Palpatine. Just turn and shoot. That's I don't buy it anyway. The plan, the plan, I don't buy. And even I remember watching the movies and being like, "Oh, they went down real fast compared to what you th- like." How good we've seen the stormtroopers. I guess the Clone War stormtroopers. You're like, "Oh, they're real good." Uh, and then in the the you know the original trilogy, are like, "Man, these guys can't hit water if they fell out of a boat." Um, but the I do sort of. I'm still fascinated, again, having just watched Attack of the Clones uh, by this clone army that was built up for this purpose with like – I could get on board with you know them having been like brainwashed to once this thing happens, snapping to. But yeah, the plan of just <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Yeah, they, oh. they, they literally have a like biological chip implanted in their brain. Um, yes. there, there is a, a Clone Wars arc about one of them, uh, one of the chips like triggering early. So one of the clones is like experiencing his own personal Order 66 and tries to like murder Jedi. Cool um, yeah, it's it's rad and they're all like worried about him. Um, and so a handful of clones do get it removed and end up not participating <gasps> in Order 66. Um, but like that's one of the things that you see in uh, Bad Batch. Um, Bad Batch is about uh, a handful of clones that are a little bit different for whatever reason. Um, and some of them uh, are able to like override the the chips in their heads. Some of them need to have the chips removed. Um, and one of them is just like, nah, man, I just I, 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 I hear the chip and I agree with it. We should murder the Jedi. Oh, man. Um, Where, so what like it? what? Go ahead, Connor. I was just going to ask, how re- is the Bad Batch recent? Yeah, Bad Batch. Yeah. I. Th- Maybe just last, last year? year. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, were you going to also follow up with something else, Patrick? I'm sorry. Um, no. Well, it, it is funny how many Jedi survive Order 66. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. Uh, that like uh, Cal Kestis is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Seer is another. Um, who, you we know, just both... saw Grogu go through his uh, yep. Order 66 moment. Grogu has that. Um, Kanan Jarrus uh, is another uh, who survives Order 66. Um, obviously, Obi-Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. um, survives Order 66. So, like, you know, there's... Rosario Dawson. Yeah, that's right. Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> Not technically part of the Jedi Order at the time Order 66 goes down, but, um, yeah, it's uh, there, there are so many that, like, squeak by for whatever mm. reason. Um, I kind of... That's, that's interesting to me, though. It almost it just, like justifies like how uh i guess frail the plan or thin the plan sort of felt to just pew 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 but it's well, like oh yeah some people got away the plan was george lucas was like okay and now how does it become the empire uh, <laughs> right <laughs> yes um Order again 66. by george lucas you're referring to me um by you yes yeah we hold you personally accountable for this connor <laughs> and everyone should um <laughs> everyone in fact anything that's gone wrong in star wars Go ahead and take your anger out on me. Um, ooh, something I did want to bring up uh, that is not necessarily contextual to the story in this game, but maybe maybe just Star Wars video games in general leading up to this one, because this is a this is like was the maybe this is uh, revisionist history talking, but this is the Jedi game. This is the seemingly the Jedi game that people always wanted of this like real combat focused, uh, challenging, uh, specific jedi game lightsaber game basically yeah uh that was always promised we've had some other fun jedi games before there's been jedi combat in plenty of games whether you're talking about uh the like the i think it was called star wars clone wars on like the gamecube and ps2 i might be naming that one wrong but there were some jedi moments of course there's the force unleashed series uh even in i mean uh kotor you can have a lightsaber but you're not you know, actively slashing and defending. I think there's probably other games too, like the Jedi Academy. I'm sure that's the whole thing. There were two Jedi Academy games, but one was called something different. I forget what the other one was. Outcast? I don't think so, but I played them both and I I missed those games. Those were so Mm. fun. And I think those had more of the like um, prequels kind of Jedi, like flipping around and like, you know, totally unnecessary, but the kind of stuff that they don't seem to do in star Wars anymore. Like in the sequel trilogy, mm-hmm. there's none of that stuff happening. Mm-hmm. The lightsaber stuff. Like I miss that stuff. I, I let's, I want to lean back into that. Like, okay. That, yeah. Like anime star Wars, like that, the 2d animated clone wars thing did do that. Where oh. like Mace Windu is like, just, you know, knocking mountains over with his. You're stuff. doing this gesture. I it's it's so evocative of that episode <laughs> yeah. where he's he's fighting like a, a an army of those like battle droids. Yes, uh, and just like waving his hand and like knocking bolts out of them. Wow, um, and then flipping around all crazy. Yeah, it's the the Tartarovsky uh, Clone Wars rules. It's so cool. Um, and yeah, that does feel like very video game energy. Um, and it's not. You know, that's not really I feel like uh, Jedi Fallen Order, while it takes place closer to the prequels, it is spiritually more original series. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it just feels like it has that sort of like rundown um, ruins of an old republic kind of vibe to it. Um, and which means a sort of like slower, clumsier Jedi in Cal Kestis. 
Yeah. Um, but so yeah, we've had fun and different. And I I mean, I played the first uh, uh, Force Unleashed game. I loved that game. It's I mean, I'd be interested to go back to it now, having played this. But this they're is re-releasing just, the Wii version on Switch. I have seen that, and oh boy, is it hilarious that that's the version they're doing. It's a mistake. They shouldn't oh, do it. That is uh, <laughs> so funny and unsurprising. Um, but yeah, there was I think just a lot of excitement. At least even just speaking from personal experience before I ever got into this game, that's like, I was like, oh, Jedi lightsaber game. That's what it is. Uh, it's also sort of a, I mean, it's been compared to the Soul series. It's like a Soul's Light, um, which I've never played any of. I've started Sekiro and quit, um, but I <laughs> uh, really don't have experience. I did with that, that with Bloodborne. Oh, nice. And Mike, what's yours? I watched Michael Hearn play, uh, <laughs> which one was it? It, it wasn't, was Sekiro, it Sekiro? Was there, was there one start with an N? Neo. Was that them too? Same. Is that like from is that software? The same thing? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. It know. might have been Sekiro, but I, I remember he had like a grappling hook, and he was like killing. He, I remember he cut. He was fighting some giant monster. He cut it in half, and I was like, "Wow, that looked hard." And then the half of the monster got up, <laughs> and like, and I was like, "I was like, Michael Hearn, I'm going in my room. You, <laughs> I can't deal with this." Gosh, shout out to Michael Hearn, uh, fabled former roommate of of Mike Christian, also has been on this show plenty of times. Um, okay, well, um, I feel like we've caught up enough uh, and and done the preamble. So why don't we go ahead and get into our personal experience with the game? Thank you again, uh, dear listener, for listening to the preview for the Call Me By Your Game co-op episode 20, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, of course, with your host, me, Connor McCabe, Patrick Ellers, and Mike Christian. And again, if you want to hear the full thing, uh, hear all the other 19 co-op episodes that we have, check out our book club, our games club for the Metal Gear Solid series that we have going on, Stario Chart, and... Even more to come, you can check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. These are available at the $10 DJ Toad tier for the month, um, but we also have a great $5 tier if you're interested. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you on the next one.